And one of the things I'll just continue to go back to, Dan, is money follows value. Yeah. There, we, we live in this culture that we just want to like get rich quick. Like we want to do the lottery style. Like I want to put my money somewhere and it just magically is going to grow. And, and in all reality, like it's, it, that's what I think is damaging uh, towards this whole investing is it just gives us these dopamine rushes and it makes us make dumb decisions when things go down. Yep. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Welcome back to another episode of the Better Wealth Breakdown, where we break down ideas, concepts, and thoughts from around the world to help you live a more intentional life. You're going to see that we're standing. We have a purple light in the background that stands favorite color, and we're going to be talking about meme investing and why you shouldn't get caught up in the hype. So there you go. Hey, thanks. So yeah, I want to talk about like meme slash hype investing, which is happening a lot right now. The most recent example is like GameStop. And in my opinion, Bitcoin, I should preface again that this, none of this is financial advice. Uh, but the, the like I think of the last 20, 30 years, 1999 or like around that time frame of like the tech bubble, uh, 2008 with real estate or 2008, 2009, 2010. And now, like I said, with, with whether it's GameStop, um, there's a lot of others, I would call them meme stocks, whether it's AMC blackberry things like that and you know there's a lot of talk about wall street bets and right. and right now with bitcoin and crypto and all those things so i really just wanted to to highlight the fact that right now there's a lot of as i would call them you know pretty much basic retail investors that are getting caught up in the hype of what the media is saying mm -hmm. and this has been happening over and over and over and over and you look back to the tech bubble there were people that um you know were looking at all these stocks all the tech stocks that were like blowing up and so yep. it's like well let's get into the party because all these yeah. techs are or all these tech stocks are just going to keep going up and up and up and up yep. and well we know what happened there is there was a bubble yeah and then we look at like 2008 with real estate you know, real estate crashes and those who had access to capital mm -hmm. they, they are the ones that bought all the real estate when it was prime mm -hmm. because things at the bottom fell out and then in that 20 2011 2012 2013 as as people kind of got their bearings again. It was like, oh, real estate is the coolest thing. And now right. suddenly over the last seven, eight years, it's been real estate, real estate, real estate, real estate, fix and flips, buy and holds. And, right. and there's nothing, yep. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those things, but yep. to me, it's a matter of if you weren't going to do those things to begin with, That's right. but then you got caught up in the hype of what the media is saying. Yep. And you're like, oh yeah, this is going to be my next big thing. This is, this is going to take care of all my problems. I, I'm highlighting the people who don't have a financial plan already yep. and haven't stayed the course in some form or fashion this is this ties into that whole idea of like emotional investing emotional saving right. because right now with with like gamestop there were people that were calling in and saying hey i want to leverage my life savings and go all in on gamestop and that's where we recorded the video saying hold on a second you know yeah. it's you know it's could have there's just like anything else you could have made a lot of money with gamestop right, right now with where it's at versus where it was when we did the, yeah. the episode is is not looking so good yeah. and and with bitcoin right now you know, we, we're um, you're looking through some stuff with Tim Francis and he was saying right now, there, here's five reasons why I'm not buying Bitcoin. And he laid out it for like his investor DNA, the way that he mm -hmm. operates his business. He doesn't feel like Bitcoin is a good uh, play for him because he likes buying um, devalued assets and then know that he's going to basically cash flow right. right away. And again, I'm not saying that Bitcoin's a bad thing. But if, if you're getting into crypto right now because yep. the media is saying that right. it's going to go to 100,000, that's probably yep. not a good time to buy. And, and also out of the fear of missing out, right. major FOMO. And that's, that's what you just have to check, like your whole emotions at the door. Um, we had, I had a good friend of mine 
reach out and said, Caleb, like, I'm trying to convince my whole family to do, like, put their money into GameStop. And I was like, call me immediately. Uh, and, you know, we don't give investment advice and in any of that, but it's like, what are you thinking? And it was one of those things where after talking, it was like, oh, yeah, obviously that I got caught up in the hype. And then I had another friend of mine reach out and that's like wants to leverage their whole life saving and putting into Bitcoin. And again, the question I have is, do you know a lot about Bitcoin? How do you understand? It's not it's not that, you know, GameStop or the market or um, Bitcoin is a bad thing. It's just the why are you getting involved? And one of the things I'll just continue to go back to, Dan, is money follows value. There, we, we live in this culture that we just want to like get rich quick. Like we want to do the lottery style. Like I want to put my money somewhere and it just magically is going to grow. And, and in all reality, like it's, it, that's what I think is damaging uh, towards this whole investing is it just gives us these dopamine rushes and it makes us make dumb decisions when things go down. Yep. It's like if you are investing, what outcome do you want to invest in? And, and if that's the case, and so what I told my friend that was all into Bitcoin kind of deal is like, okay, look, listen, in the next five years, if you need capital, I, I would not put that into something speculative. There's, there's a lot of people out there that think Bitcoin can go to the moon. And, and I think there's, there's, a good, there's a good argument to be made why some of your money should be in that asset when you look at, um, it, and you know Bitcoin a lot better than I do, but if you understand how the asset works and you, you can't just print unlimited Bitcoin and all that stuff. So there's like, there's something that's attractive about it. But again, it goes back to the reason, like, like why do you want to put X? What outcome do you want? And so often what we're seeing and a lot of the hype out there is it's just this this idea of you want a lot without a, without putting much work into it. Yeah, and I think the the big piece to keep in mind is like this idea of volatility and like risk is involved in all investing, right? Yeah. But the fact that you're you're really taking that emotional approach and and a lot of times what we're seeing is people truly like that idea like okay, I got to go all in on this thing. Yeah. And I just think of like the big time investors like yeah. like Warren Buffett you think he's taking 90% of Berkshire Hathaway and putting into Bitcoin or putting it into GameStop? Absolutely, he's not. Yeah, do you want to talk about type one decisions, type two decisions as it relates to Amazon? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good point. So type one and type two decisions, a type one decision is basically saying like, this is, this is really going to affect the bottom line of the company. Like this could be a foundational decision. Uh, let's just say like, we're, we're going to completely shift businesses and go into car washes, for example. Yep. A type two decision is something that it can just be made and is not going to profoundly affect the company. And, you know, this is something that we've trained on is like, we want everybody to be empowered to make type two decisions and, and be able to identify a type two decision. So uh, for example, let's just say that we're going to test out a new, a new service and it's mm -hmm. going to cost $14. Well, the $14 is going to break the bank. Right. And so if, if there's value in doing that and figuring out if this is going to be a good service for us, yes, let's, let's, you know, go ahead and make that decision. Now, if you're going to make a decision that's going to cost $100,000, that's probably going to be a type yeah. one decision. And we should probably think about it and talk yeah. about it and, and, and go through a little bit more of a vetting process. And the same is true with investing. It's yep. like, let's take that step back. And actually, the, if we're going to tie into some of these things, it's like the six page memo. Of yep. you, should, you should make a whole list and write out to yourself, why, why do you want to do this? What are the reasons for this? Um, you know, what are the pros? What are the cons? Are, mm -hmm. you, are you willing to lose all of this money? That's right. And and take your kind of try and remove yourself from the situation right. because again this goes back to more of the idea of emotional investing which right. is like the worst thing you could be doing and it's it's like with buying things to, right. anything too is like remove yourself right sleep on it that's right if you still feel really big like big into it the next day 
Yeah, all my all my terrible decisions in business came after 10 p.m. What my mom would always say is, "You make no good decisions after after 10 p.m." Like, it, and it is actually pretty true when you think about think about that. Um, we're referencing when we talk about type one and type two and the six page memo. This all comes from a small little company called Amazon, and we we're fascinated by how Amazon and Jeff Bezos thinks. And and if you think about Amazon as an investment, which it is, it's made a lot of people millionaires. It's like that is it's a it's a monster company and shouldn't we look to to someone like amazon how they make financial decisions and so we very much are modeling some of their their principles in our workplace but i think you can also model that as it relates to investing and i think the last thing i just want to say is maybe the worst thing that happens is you put your money into something and it like triples it's like that and, and i know that sounds weird it's like wouldn't that be amazing it could be, but 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 the reality is is like we as human beings, if we get something for nothing, it just it it make we will end up losing that money, and we're not going to value that. And I think there's a lot of uh, deep root issues with just the, your whole investment strategy is not investing in value creation. It's invested in really maybe the meme culture or like just kind of the hype train. Well, and a lot of people are going to get hurt. And I, I think you highlighted something very important there. Is like if if you do go into a speculative investment and you hit 3x, 5x, 10x, or any big multiple, you're going to have that bias in your head that it can happen again. Yep. Like that That's where the gambling yep. hotline is a good thing because it's like same thing if whether you win the lottery, whether you hit it big in Vegas, you have that ingrained in your head now. It's like, well, it happened once, so it's definitely possible to happen right. again. Yep. And so you're like, let's go all in on the next thing. And we've we've seen people we've seen people make a lot we've seen people lose a lot and everything in between and it just goes back to do your research be educated um, make sound decisions reach out to a professional if you need to uh, and you know just don't get caught up in the hype i i think that's great anything else that you want to add no like i said i I think it's a matter of if if you're making a decision because the media told you so from an investing standpoint it's probably not the best decision we are all about unlocking intentional living and that's why we show up every day talking about different issues, talking about, you know, topics, talking, talking about how you can be more intentional with your money. And so if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you. We're, tr- we're very much trying to be intentional in growing our YouTube outreach and channel. Um, so we would appreciate if you subscribe, share this with the video, maybe share this with your friend who's all in on, on a certain uh, Bitcoin or trend. Um, and we, we would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.